Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Super necessary. God, Eric, my God! Unbelievable! Just like that! Come and go! You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! You can't say much other than wow. Jay. All right, mate, how's it going? All good, yeah, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, right, so, um, we are live on YouTube, so hopefully we'll get some questions in from that uh, for you as well, but let's get to it, quite a bit to, to go over here. So, um, before we get into your upcoming fight, I want to just talk a little about um, the fight of yours that kind of went viral. So, some Right reasons, but I think for some people, probably the wrong reasons as well. So obviously your fight against uh, Saeed Kabil went viral. Um, notable for the axe kick that he did catch you with, but also the follow-up shots from him. Um, what was what was your take on the whole situation when you'd seen it back? As... Uh, mate, I as far as like the, the follow-up shots and that, I can't, you, you can't, I personally didn't really feel that it was so bad, you know. He, the, the thing is, Jay, is when when I got approached to go to Muay Thai Grand Prix, I had had two very very quick knockouts myself, both first round finishes, and in the first one that I had had is my pro debut. You you guys posted the the clip actually, and I and I got pit down really hard. Yeah, with ten seconds and a fight, and then I I got up and and I managed to come back and win. So, you know, had had my opponent then landed a couple of extra on the way down, maybe I wouldn't have got up. Maybe I'd have been out for the count. So with Saeed, I don't know if he'd seen that fight before. I, mean, I guess he'd probably seen it. You know, you, in K1 and in, in boxing, you, your job is to keep fighting until the fight's over. And the fight's over when the referee says it's over. You know, it, I think it was just unfortunate that I was out, out of it on my feet. You know, I, I wasn't getting up. But um, the referee uh, slipped on the canvas. The canvas was really slippery with tie oil and sweat and everything. So the referee slipped. I was just gone. And and he just sort of put a, put a few in to seal the deal. So it was like a perfect storm, mate, of, of bad bad situation so but um you know it is what it is right it's his job to keep punching until the fight's over yeah 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 
You mentioned about like the the, the referee there. Obviously, he he slipped and whatnot. Would you mention about whether you may have seen your fight before and how you went down? W- would you have had an issue with with the with the refereeing at that moment had he not slipped? No, no. He is Chris Chris Patchador, isn't it? He's and he's like he's the guy, mate. He is the the K one referee in the UK. Um, and he's, he's he's a very very good referee, but he's a human, isn't he? And and it's not his fault that the canvas was slippy. He tried to get in, and he tried to you know. You can see it, mate. It was is filmed from every angle, of course. You know these things are, and you can see as soon as the right hand landed, and he saw that I was gone. He was trying to get in between us, you know. But these things happen so fast, don't they? Right. You know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I can't, I can't blame him. I blame my, whose fault is it that I got hit like that? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no. And, and, and the reason I sort of, I was quite sort of vocal about it because that he had so much stick, obviously it went viral. It went viral and it, you know, mil- it got seen 20 million times on the Muay Thai Grand Prix page alone. You know, and yeah. and he had a lot. He had a more than his fair share of of flack onto that. You know, and um, I didn't. I didn't think it was fair that he should take any blame really at all. Yeah, yeah. Um. So in the aftermath of that fight, you did have some really good things to say about Saeed, and obviously you've you've spoken well about him even just with us here. Um. I presume there's no hard feelings there at all. No, no. I mean, when because. Uh, my my debut, my K1 debut, pro debut, was sort of like earlier in the, I think towards the end of the year in November in our fort side in, in April. So I was quite quick to go from my debut to fighting on a show like that. And I knew, so my, my coaches kind of knew that it was a tough, it's a tough fight, but... You know, I was on I was on the up and you know, I'd had a couple of really good performances and it's like, okay, let's just go for it. Let's let's see what happens. Um and we knew Saeed was was good, you know. He it was I think he was seven and oh at the point. Um and he had knocked everyone out, including like a current number one in the UK at a lower weight. So we knew he was very, very good, but it was kind of like, well, just give it, let's just go and see what happens. You know, it's, uh, anything can happen. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah, we we knew he was good, and and we respected him and stuff. But I thought that my style was one that could give him some some problems, um, but it, you know, it just wasn't to be. And straight after the fight, you know, he not that I remember much about it, but there's video clips of him. You know, he, he's there, he's checking I'm okay. He's he he like tried to hush his crowd down a little bit and let the medics do their thing before he celebrated. I don't think he even really celebrated that much considering what a crazy knockout it was, you know? Um, but yeah, he was over there, you know, and then on the drive home, I was sort of scrolling through all the shit on Instagram, you know, like, <laughs> and his, his message was one of the first ones to come through, you know, like, thanks for, for sharing the ring with me and, you know, he allowed you to be back and whatever. And, and he followed up like, more more than a lot of people would you know he's like constantly asking how it was in you know in the aftermath and stuff and and we still talk now like regularly you know so yeah i like him like he's just he's just a hungry fighter isn't he 
you know, yeah. just, just wants to wants to fight. Yeah. Um. So when we originally contacted you, you mentioned about wanting to encourage fighters to minimise the risk of, of TBI through safer practices. On the back of, of that fight, do you feel as if that's something you've been able to do? Um, yeah, it's something that I've learned from and I've become more, way more aware of, you know. So what happened is that the, the, vir- the video went viral and I knew that it wasn't good. I know it's not good to get hit like that, but, you know, only as much as you guys know or anyone else knows that it's just not good. I didn't know much else than that, you know. So, um, but a guy reached out to me, a guy called Gary Turner, Gary Smiley Turner. He himself was a fighter. He was fantastic. He he had, again, like a really big MMA and K1 career back in the day. He, um, you know, won some K1, some big K1 fights. Uh, I think he beat Tank Abbott in an MMA fight as well. <laughs> like he was up there with, with the, you know, as with some superstars of the time back in the day. Um, but he's gone on to get like a PhD in um, uh, I don't know, whatever his field is, but he's studying sort of traumatic brain injury in, in regards to fighters and sort of rugby players and stuff. And he was in my inbox. He he contacted me and was like, look, you you need to get to the hospital. You need to go and get yourself checked out. Um, he told me a lot about sort of TBI, you know, like a traumatic brain injury and yeah. how that unfolds over the course of a week and what what effect that could have on my career going forwards and uh, not even my career, on, on my life going forward, you know. So, um I'd recommend what I do is if this go, you know, when this goes out on Instagram, I'll tag him in, in the comments. I think people should go and follow him and, and just read his stuff. I mean, a lot of fighters don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, you know, about sparring practices. And, um, you know, he, he is of the opinion that you just shouldn't be getting hit at all in sparring. If you, you know, if you're getting, you know, which, which I agree with to an extent, but, as fighters know you you need some hard rounds you need you know <laughs> but um yeah i mean it's it's interesting to hear and and it's good for fighters to be aware of i think yeah um yeah well um what was, what was the biggest thing you you took away from his um his advice that you, you could possibly use in your fighting career <laughs> mate do you know i think just just being aware and and having true informed consent because you and i you know you know it's not good to get hit in these fights you know that people get hurt and people get knocked out but what what does that mean going forward what does that mean later in your life because you know there's only so many studies that have taken place you know with with um tbis and concussions and stuff but um people are never you you may never be the same again after he said especially with my fight the way i went down like he said um i was obviously unconscious to start with i hit the back of my head on the canvas as i went down uh you can see that i try and sit up but like my arms and legs, they're not working. That's called like tonic posturing, I think, where your limbs are all stiff and stuff. And um, 
uh, and I had a, like a seizure on the floor as well when I was coming back around. Brief, you know, but but he was like, mate, it, you know that that is a recipe. You you could have died at, at that point, you know. If it, when people die in the ring, it's it's things like that that happen, you know. And it's yeah. So and and mate, I I didn't think that I'm going in there potentially going to die. Nobody does. Nobody really. Um, you don't want to think about it, but I think you should be aware of it. You know, you should. Yeah. And, and and I guess you are. You sign. You sign a disclaimer. You sign whatever. But uh, I don't think many people really sit down and, and think about it. You know. Yeah. 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 So, um, so moving on to your upcoming fight, then. So you, your record's currently three and one. Um, topology as you dance three and all, but um, you know, yeah. going up for the, <laughs> as we all know, the, <laughs> yeah, um, but you're obviously going for the light heavyweight title at Supreme 19. Um, after winning the middleweight title, there is is this the logical next step for you? No, I so I, I won the middleweight title because when I when I turned pro, it was like a, a tournament format thing, so I had um, two fights to win the middleweight belt then I went to Muay Thai Grand Prix and then I also and then I had a, a title defense in uh November I think yeah uh, October so I fought Warren Key which uh he's been about a bit you know he's been on cage warriors and stuff and he's got a good k1 record as well so I fought him um at middleweight and I I thought that middleweight, well, I think the middleweight's where I belong, really. I'm a middleweight. But uh, there's another guy on Supreme who, um, who's who who's been doing really well as well, Idis. Um, again, I, I can't pronounce his surname, but I tag him. Well, you, you'll see him on, on Supreme if you follow Supreme. Um, he's also had a good run. He's, you know, he's beat some good people. Um, and he kind of said that he wants to fight fight me i guess but uh he he could only do like heavyweight at the time so i agreed i am not i'm not a small middleweight i'm i'm quite big for the weight anyway so i figured oh we can go light heavyweight um and i think that this well me and and uh, you know some of the promoters around here and and that know us both kind of think that this is the next step this 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 will qualify whoever whoever wins this this fight will be well placed to challenge for a, a ranked fight um, for the UK top twenty, top ten. So um, it's a good fight for us both. I think it'd be we both sort of won all of our fights by knockout, and um, yeah, it'd be a good one. Did, did he essentially call you out then? Yeah, yeah, Is it my view? Because I've heard like you're you're described as outside of the octagon. You're the nicest person inside. You, you're essentially an animal. Like, is it mad to have people calling you out, especially so soon in, into your K1 career? And obviously, would you be a nice yeah. person? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think, I th- yeah, I, I do. I, to me, it's a sport. You know, I, I want to take it as far as I can. I want to be as good as I can be and, and get the, you know, if, if I can get in the UK top, top 10 uh, that'd be great for me I, that's my goal um and I, I i don't talk about other people really if if ever you hear me mention another fighter it'll all be positive because we're all out here trying to do the same thing right 
Um, and, and without the other fighters, if they're if they're not doing well, and you know you're you're beating people, you you need to be beating good people, right? So I never talk bad about opponent because I hope I'm fighting good people. But um, I think sometimes it comes for him. It probably comes across that I'm quite. I don't know if he thinks I'm cocky or he thinks that I'm. I love myself a little bit because you know. I, talking about my opponents like they're really good and I've beaten them which you know I guess there's a bit of that but <laughs> yeah I don't know he he doesn't like me because I'm quite uh I think he thinks I love myself a little bit you know do, do, do you think it's more he's trying to get you to bite and obviously because you're not biting it's probably irritating him a bit maybe yeah maybe yeah. I think to be honest um I think he his, his sort of like now that we're fighting you know we're, we're fighting so I think anything he says from now on is kind of like a bit of gamesmanship you know he's kind of like oh let's see who backs off first let's see who you know let's let's tr- stand in the middle and trade and I'm like okay <laughs> we're, you, do you know what I mean you, you'd like that wouldn't you if I just stand in front of you and start swinging like of course but um so I think now I, it's just a bit, bit of gamesmanship. Maybe if he can draw me into his game plan or whatever, but uh, you know, yeah, is what it, I don't, I don't really care. I'm, I'm, I'm nice. I, I, I try to try people, treat people with respect and stuff. But it doesn't mean I'm a soft touch. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, it's part of the game and it? it's part yeah. of the part of sport. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned there, obviously you, you, you're fighting Iris. I'm not going to attempt a second name either because I'm worse <laughs> than you. Um, obviously, former champion supreme. How how big of of a test is it for you? Obviously, you mentioned there he's got like 107 finish rates. You've got the same as well. How, how do you see it sort of playing out? Well. I will tell you what other people have told me. They, it seems to be that Idis is the big power puncher, one shot sort of stand stand and trade kind mm. of kind of guy. Um, and I think people see me as more of a technical sort of. I wouldn't even say I'm a knockout artist. I know I've I've I've, I've, been, I've won all of my fights within the first round, but it's it's kind of because people have rushed me into it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's not the way I like to fight. I like to fight more, more of a sensible technical sort of cerebral fight. Do you know what I mean? Rather than a, an, but yeah, anyway, so people kind of think that he's, he's the big power punching come forward fighter. And, and I'm probably a little bit more uh, of a, point style or, or a fitness based fighter you know try and go to rounds which is which is fair enough I think you know yeah probably probably accurate if if they've seen your fights you know that style doesn't doesn't always bold well with you because obviously you you do so well countering and obviously catching them and that shows in some of your fights know what I mean so mm. I mean maybe that might be his downfall of essentially rushing in and trying to rush in and get you out quick so yeah no. yeah whenever i hear people say oh, we're standing trade i'm like okay good you stand there and you know you start yeah. throwing bombs and good yeah let's do that try that <laughs> um but you know it's a fight and then and whatever happens happens right 
he's gonna he's gonna do what he does. I'm gonna do what I do, and and we'll see. We'll just see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So the one thing I noticed with yourself, you're fighting you know tough opponents every time. You've got great records. You know, like you said, Saeed I was seven and zero when you fought him. I think when you sent it over to us today, I think there was a sixteen and two when you fought one of them as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, guys with great records. Is that something you're looking for? Like, are you looking for the right opponent rather than just taking anyone who's ready yeah i i've got a thing about people fighting one-sided or like gimme fights you know like i don't think you should fight somebody with a losing record if you've got a winning record do you know what i mean like yeah to me it's cheap and and i think it sort of borders on bullying do you know what i mean like I, i don't I hate to see um, I hate to see one-sided fights, you know. And and of course there are like quick fights, one-sided fights, dominant fights. But if both guys are, are going in with a 50-50 chance, good. Yeah. I hate to see like a one-sided uh, a mismatch, you know. I I don't yeah. think given given what we spoke about before about the risks of like TBI and something if some some that's the cases where something bad is going to really happen you know and i don't think any promoter wants it on their conscience or i certainly wouldn't want it on my conscience where um you know i've had an easy fight and something bad's happened and and i've had a on my second fight when i fought on supreme i won that fight in about i think 12 seconds 15 seconds and i and i didn't get hit and it was just over in a flash and that fight is not, it's not my proudest moment. You know, again, my, my opponent was good. He had a winning record and we'd been in a tournament to, to get there. But um, it's kind of like hollow, isn't it? You know, if you, you want to fight, you want to fight through some adversity. You want to have some difficult situations. You want something to be proud of. You don't want to just walk over the guy, you know? The, does think, that come down to expectations for, for a particular fight or the particular fighter when you fight them? Say that again, sorry. Do, do you think that comes down to like expectations? Obviously, you've gone in and thought, oh, this fight may go a certain way because we've got either similar records or whatever it may be. Do you think that's more down to ex- expectations where you may have been disappointed after the fact? Yeah, I think, well, I mean, it's not, yeah, you 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 should be in the lead up to a fight expecting a really hard 50-50 fight. And and that's what should be pushing you through a tough training prep, fight camp, whatever. Yeah. Um and you, you and you're you should be almost scared of your opponent or scared that what are they gonna do? Are they gonna what are they gonna be fitter than you? You should be out running hard or you know doing your strength and conditioning thinking they're gonna be stronger or faster or fitter. You should be pitting everything into your technical sessions thinking that they're gonna outbox you or do you know what I mean? Like yeah. and, and then when uh, and then on the night if it doesn't if you don't get a good good fight, you know, it, it is disappointing. You well, for me anyway, it's disappointing. I, I wanted, I wanted a good fight. I wanted to show off what I could do. Uh, you know, yeah. And you're never going to get that if you take a one-sided fight. Are you? You're never going to see the best version of yourself if you're taking a one-sided fight. Yeah. Waste, yeah. waste the time, mate. <laughs> I'd say it's kind of like you know, 
having a race and you're in a Ferrari and your opponent's in a Ford Focus, it's yeah. it's only going to go one way. So you're not really exactly yeah. Yeah. about yourself, are you? Exactly, yeah, yeah. Who wants to see that anyway? Who's going to pay money to see that? That's mm. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, you mentioned it earlier. Obviously, we 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 highlighted it in the backs against cage segment uh, where you came back against. Yeah, I'm just going to say Bartek because I'm not yeah, trying to second again. Name. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> obviously there you go through adversity. You spoke about adversity a little bit. Um, what what is it that drives you deep down to not give up in those moments when others may do? Mate, that was well. I mean, that how how quick did I go down in there? Like within mm. twenty seconds, well, I think that was it. <laughs> That was in my that was in Bournemouth where I am now, you know, and I think, fuck, you know, like all the local gyms, everyone, all the local fighters, all my friends there. I feel oh, I can't, you know, and and that was my first fight back after like five years, I think. Like it was my pro debut, but it was my first fight about five years. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I can't let people think that that's what I'm about, you know. <laughs> I thought just get up and get up and take your beat in like a man, and at least then you can say you fought till the end, you know. I was convinced, mate. I was convinced that I was I was gonna get sort of I don't know, the, the referee was gonna call it off shortly after that. You know? Yeah. It was a... Uh, but yeah, was a uh, Chris Eubank senior said about a warrior code, and it? it's your job to take a beating sometimes. So yeah. yeah. So was that kind of you just thinking? But you say you think you were hoping the ref wasn't going to stop it. Were you just thinking I've got to get up and start doing it? So I was hoping the ref. I, like I, I wasn't gonna... hoping anything, mate. I <laughs> I, beli- I thought that the referee was going to stop it. I thought, okay, well. You know, you got. I I wasn't thinking about winning at all at that point. I was out of it, mate. I was. Kind of, if the referee had waved it off, then it, it would have been fine, fair, like a good call, to be honest. Like, I, I couldn't see, like, his, his thumb, you know, in those MMA gloves, his K1, but in MMA gloves, yeah, and his thumb sort of went in my eye, and I couldn't really see, seeing double. And, um, so yeah, I thought the referee was going to wave it off, and I thought, well, I'll just get up and, and try, you know, you got to give your team something, you know, your, your corner are there, they put loads of time into you, your team have helped you prepare for all this, so just get up and keep swinging, give it your best and, you know, and, and luckily I think he, he he sort of rushed in and made a, made some mistakes and <laughs> I managed to land some counters back and, and pull it back, but honestly it, that wouldn't have happened with a more experienced opponent, if he wasn't making his debut as well, you know, uh, a more experienced guy would have picked their shots a bit better and, and it would have been over. You know? it's, yeah. That's, and that's what I thought would have happened, really. Yeah. And thankfully it didn't. Got another vital moment. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you know what? Like, all, like I know the Saeed thing was good good for him or whatever, but why, where's my viral knockout? And that, that, was quality. that was a good... <laughs> That was a good one. Who, who else? But, Liam Harrison had it, didn't he? On one with uh, I can't remember who it was, but he got knocked down and then ended yeah. up coming back to win. Yeah. Like everyone went mad for him, and yeah, of course, yours? Liam Harrison. But where, where's my viral moment? Come yeah. on. <laughs> it got, I mean, go show you never did a border fight, I suppose, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I and I to be honest, I don't really care about what people think of because I, I fight for myself and you know it's my my hobby and my passion and stuff I 
but it, it is nice when people say you know that was a good fight that was crazy and you know that that is nice yeah yeah um so you, oh go on sorry i was gonna say after that moment obviously when you've you've went down you've got back up and he's come back at you and you've landed that left can you remember what you were thinking at that moment i don't know if you were still sort of dazed at that point but can you like talk about your, yeah. your thoughts at that moment when you buckled them uh, yeah so i got up and and I, I i genuinely couldn't see because i was just like i was seeing double because of the thumb in my eye or you know whatever knuckle is yeah. a good shot and um the referee's like you good to continue and i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought, okay, just hands up and just take a beat and then see what happens. And I remember landing a, a hook, and it was the first time I'd fought in four ounce gloves as well. Yeah. And I remember, you know, when you, you, you kind of land a shot, and you know, fighters will know that you, you kind of feel it through your shoulder, through your, your, your chest and stuff. And uh, yeah. I landed it, and I was like, oh, that was a good one. Like, oh, I'm, <laughs> I was, and then, uh, he just wasn't there in, in front of me anymore. And I was like, oh, took me a second to realise it had gone down. And I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. Like, and yeah, everyone was going crazy in the crowd. And um, I think the second, the second one again, like, because uh, he got back up and, and we went again and he was all over me with like everything. He was game, mate. He was trying to take my head off. And then... <laughs> Um, same again. I, I saw him take a deep breath, and I was like, "Right, okay, now, now he's 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 kind of done. He's gassed." Um, and and same again. I landed another hook and and felt it through through my shoulder, through my chest, and it's just I don't know. I'd like to say that it felt amazing, and it was it was like this crazy sort of turnaround of of feelings. But I I think I was probably just out of it and just hitting and hoping, you know, just sort of. It stinks. Just in the moment, I guess, isn't it? You're just in the zone, and yeah, it wasn't there wasn't any crazy emotion. I mean, you see, when the fight got waved off, it's sort of like yeah, sauntered <laughs> off back to my corner. And <laughs> my, my, my my cornerman's like trying to jump over the cage and like slapping everyone and cheering, and everyone's going crazy, and I'm just sort of like walk over to the corner, like yeah, you know, what was that? Like, You're to the club. I want to sit down, and everyone else is going crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it was just yeah, it was just uh everyone was going crazy and yeah, I was I think I was just out of it, mate. I was just not really with it. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a great moment though. And yeah. one you can you know you can always look back on and as I said, you've got, That's it. Yeah, yeah. You've, and you've got again, a great moment for the rest of your career there. So Yeah, exactly. And in the moment I was kind of like disappointed because it didn't go the rounds, you know. I was like, oh, because I train really hard, mate. With I've got a, a family, and there's a lot of time away from my family. It's a lot of, you know, it's, it impacts my work and family life and everything. I think oh, yeah. I've trained so hard for a minute, you know, like yeah. I trained <laughs> all of that for a minute, and um, so part of me was a bit disappointed that I, you know, I just got into a fucking brawl and didn't get to show sort of any real skill or movement or you know whatever but like you said it's there forever now and then it, it was it even though it didn't go viral it's, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> still a cool moment yeah definitely um, it did happen again with with that fight with warren you know it, it did the fight after saeed i can't had a i came back to like supreme and um within within so 
everyone was like, yeah, you know, good for you to get him back in there, blah, blah, blah. You're going to smash it, you, 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 whatever. And then uh, a minute into the fight, I'm, I found myself on the deck again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> here we go again. Like, it happened again. And so, yeah, that's that's two fights now that I've had been dropped and and come back to win in the, in the first round, you know. Seems yeah. to be a theme. I, I think people should start calling you the comeback kid or something, isn't it? Yeah, Gary the Corbett. Uh, <laughs> Come back in Corbett, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, so you kind of touched on this a little earlier um, when you were talking about TBI. Um, but what, what are your thoughts when it comes to hard sparring? Do you know, like, it really does conflict me because um, I believe that you need hard sparring. I think, for, for me anyway, I... I I wouldn't want to go into a fight knowing that I haven't had it. Do you know what I mean? Like you want to go in there knowing that everything that could possibly happen to you has happened in, in fight camp. Do you know what I mean? Whether you've been, you know, when you, you're getting shark tanked or I don't know what you guys call it, you know, like uh, you're getting a fresh opponent every minute and they're just beating you, you know, you're just beating you yeah. up and you're gassing yeah. out and you're just trying to fight through it. And all of that, I think it, it builds the mental toughness that you need to to get through hard hard situations in a fight so I think hard sparring is necessary probably more so for people like myself that are kind of young in their careers do you know like I always say you don't you don't want the first place that you get cracked with a good shot to be in a fight in front of everyone so Yeah, but but on the other side to that, um, as I said, Gary Turner, he he's saying, well, it's, it's affecting your your reaction time, your your cognitive ability is getting affected every time you get hit like that in sparring, like hard hard sparring, um, you are getting small TBIs. You know, you're getting minor concussions, small TBIs, and if you're doing that you know, week after week in training, by the time you're in a fight, you already suffered a certain amount of brain damage. And and that brain damage can affect your reaction time, can affect your decision-making. It can affect, you know, a number of things, uh, your, your coordination and, and your, you know, all of that kind of stuff can be affected by the time you're even in the fight. So is, yeah. do, is yeah. it beneficial or not? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but I still have a hard I, I still have hard sparring rounds you know so I think it's a necessary evil but yeah, yeah. again you got to be aware of it you know you got to be aware of what 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 are you putting your body through in the ten weeks twelve weeks or just like constant year round sparring yeah I mean yeah, I, I guess it's like an individual thing because you look at someone like say Max Holloway who says he he doesn't spar, he doesn't need to. Um, yeah. But then you look at um, <clears throat> a gym in America, like the thing is a goat shed, is it? Um, they like really go go hard. Like they, they're known right. for having hard spars. So I think it's more of, I guess it's more of a well, personal preference, isn't it? Yeah, but what I would say is, because I, I hear people say that about Holloway and, and even um, my coach, Jordan, Jordan Miller, he's a bit of a veteran on UK MMA. He he doesn't need to spar hard because he's had sort of near on a hundred professional fights. Do you know he knows he can take yeah. a shot. He knows yeah. what to do when he's when he's rocked when he's buzzed. So 
a fight prep for him is probably more about fitness, reaction times, getting his timing in, drilling game plans and stuff. But for people that are young in their careers, I think you probably... I bet Max Holloway had some fucking tear-ups in the gym when he, when he was starting out. And yeah. uh, You know what I mean? To help him build and develop as a fighter, I think he, early on you probably need it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know... You just want, yeah, you just want to know what it. You need to know what it feels like, don't you, to like get hit and you know to see if you can actually withstand it and carry on. I guess. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's, I think it's more to do with with what what are you going to do afterwards? After you know, if you get buzzed or whatever, if you're getting lit up in the gym, you're going to learn pretty quick to to clinch up when that happens, or to 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 control the pace, control your opponent a bit more. I think. I'm sure people would disagree as well, but yeah, yeah, I think well, you need it. Yeah. One of those subjects in it, it's either or, I guess. In, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I think yeah. it probably is down to an individual and, and how they respond to to training, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, so the last one for you then, what does the, the rest of this year look like for yourself? So... In a perfect world, I will win. <laughs> I will win this Saturday. Uh, take a uh, take another win there, um, and then I'm off to eight, um, off to Thailand with my family in April. My my partner's Thai, so um, we're going to go see family, and I'll try and sneak away for some some uh, some training every day. Um, but then I, I would like to be active. I you know when I come back through the summer, um, I would like to be active get a couple of fights in depending on how I go but by the end of the year I, I will be fighting for a UK ranked fight um top 20 someone in the top 20 I think and, and I'd like to to have my name stamped there as as one of the top 20 k1 fighters in in the UK and I know I can do it I know I can do it I've seen it I've seen I've seen what um you know I've seen what they're all doing and I know I can do it yeah Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, perfect. Well, like you say, you fight this Saturday. Um, tickets still available if anyone wants them, do you know? Yeah, tickets are available if anyone's knocking around Bournemouth. Um, but it will be streamed as well. So I'll, I'll leave a link to the stream. Um, it, it's uh, I'm on top of the top of the card. But there are some really good fights, um, some UK guys that you might have seen on the UK scene if you're in it. It's a good show, really good show. Um, so I'll leave a link if anyone wants to watch it. It'd be great. Really good show. Yeah, perfect, mate. Well, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure talking to you. It's been really insightful. And, uh, thank you. Cheers. Best of luck for Saturday. Hopefully we bring that bell home. Thank you. Cheers, guys. All right. Take it easy, mate. Thank you, mate. See you later. <clears throat> Bye-bye. There we go, Gary Corby. Um, as you said, we'll, we'll get the links and for the stream and tickets if anybody is down south and fancy is going to watch it live we will put them on the post for when this is out um yeah um what have we got for the rest of this week so we've got um bit of a not on tomorrow um bit of a different one on friday again yeah very um, different where we speak with adam basil so for anyone who's been watching the last of us um, he was the person who was the bloater in that, yeah. or like his his actual filmography, if you like. 
is like he's a stuntman. His filmography is probably the best in the whole of Hollywood. Like he's yeah. been in that much, you know. Um, so yeah, that's going to be really interesting. And then also on Friday, we are speaking with you might have to remind me. Yeah? We have rescheduled with uh, Liam McCracken. Obviously, he fights Liam McCracken, yes, twenty fifth. Yeah, so we'll get we'll be speaking to Liam. That'll be about half seven. Um, obviously, permitting how long we end up speaking to Adam for that'll be. Um, but yeah, that'll be roughly about half seven. And then Saturday, two o'clock. I know, always doing a weekend stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> normally, we only do the weekend if we're streaming or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll be speaking with Zach Fry on Saturday, two o'clock. Um, and then, yeah, not on Sunday, is he? Um, I don't think we've got anything for Sunday. And then, I know we won't have anything Monday because I'll be going to soccer. Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, We'll have a couple next week as well, but obviously just keep an eye out for them. Uh, one that is confirmed for next week is Connor Hughes. Yeah. Um. So looking forward to that one. Wednesday, Brian Lacey as well. Brian Lacey. See, yeah. it's, it's, we've got that much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Brian Lacey, uh, Wednesday, Connor, Thursday, um, and hopefully a couple more as well. Yeah. Uh, where we can. And then... Um, obviously Kingdom is not Saturday coming Saturday after yeah um, so we will have some content surrounding that what that is we're not entirely 100% on ourselves yet so we, we, but we will be doing something to do with it let's just say yeah, that. yeah. Um, but when we know you'll know so uh, yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, appreciate it as always, and we will see you all on Friday. This is the greatest. I love it. It was super necessary.